Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome back to During Business Hours. I'm Chris. Y'all know Eric. Eric. Came back for a visitation. What is it? Got paroled. I have to. It's <laughs> it's it's Friday, and I got. That's not Friday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday, so I got to see the it kid. It feels like Friday though. Because I don't ever know what day of the week it is anymore. It's basically like you had a couple of days, and then you did X, Y, and Z. It's uh, it's been good though. The the fun thing to talk about today, the thing that we've been going through. For all of you who do not know, we sell things online. We sell a yes. lot of shit. I will sell you my mother for the right price. Sorry, mom. If the money's good, sorry, mom. Going to going to Norway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. So back back to what I was saying. The thing that we sell the most of is electronics. Whether it's fully working, uh, four parts. We sell bundles for people. We we sell a little bit of everything and anything. Anything and everything in any and every condition. Like I have, I like not only the the Robert bullshit selling him hundreds of frames and dealing with all that drama, which feels very scammy. Um, which update coming soon? Uh, finally got a response. I'm not the, I'm not the type to blast you on social media. I have this outlet. Mm-hmm. I, I I rage on this outlet when I have time. I'm more the type to send you a legal demand notice and then sue your ass in court. It's easier for me, and then I don't have to have fucking varying opinions of all these people like oh get off him don't hurt her she's a victim that's my amber heard impression private litigation beats a a public dragging it's so much easier and then i'll just take paychecks from your business got quite a few um but point being we sell a lot of things on ebay everyone talks shit about ebay how they're scam artists and problems we have not had the rampant problems until what is it now, no. it's unfortunate, but how many scams do you think we've been a part of in the last 30 days? Zero scams. Oh, that would never happen to no. legitimate business people with 40,000 reviews. Not in no, America. Not in America. We've mm-hmm. had six, six attempted scams. eBay's really good about getting you your money, but on high dollar items, there's a, a different tier, you know, so you're on... Like $500 item. Okay, just take your money, Mr. Scammer, and then we'll refund the seller their money. All proof in the world. When it gets numerous scams, eBay starts to say, hey, there's a pattern coming here. Mm -hmm. And what happens after that? That's when they start trying to block you and buy you from stuff. One thing that's always funny to me is on eBay, you sell something with no return policy as is. There's not going to be any problems, right? How could that ever come back to you? If someone reports it as defective, you have to return it eBay policy, no matter what, if you actually want your protections, you have to list it as free returns and nobody ever returns it in the same condition. You can take issue. You can do partial refund. You can do zero refund. You can fight it out from there. eBay will help you. Um, but you, you have to do eBay by their rules or they just tell you to take a hike. They get their money back the buyer and you, the seller have to suffer. Which is bullshit because every time you st- I don't know why it's just me because we sell so much on there. Like I, I sold, what was it? The the Shure microphone. Mm-hmm. How many times? I sold it four or five times yeah. to different people. They didn't like the quality. It's a $180 microphone. Buyer, buyer's remorse. Plain buyer's remorse. Great. I'll give you a partial refund. It'll be 75%. You know, hey, I got a fees, time, whatever, packaging. I got to make something. Everyone fights for it. I end up getting a full refund from eBay because I have open returns these are the policies that are there to protect me. It's their seller protection you get from the free return policy. But have I 
never had a four not working, this is fucked, you're buying it in this condition, understand in five different ways, this is fucked. Hey, guess what? You're buying something, it's fucked, it's ran over, it's shit on, pissed on, this is fucked. You're not going to misclick when it says, hey, fucker, you're fucked. It's, I'm sorry. I feel like you're leading into the the laptop. The laptop. Four four parts. Four parts, not working, good screen. I can test the screen. The screen is a $400 screen, so I sell it for $300. Good battery. It's got a really good battery. The battery is perfect. Test it. Working. Frame is great. No RAM. No hard drive. And listen. I don't need to know if you can fix this. It's listed. Free returns. Four parts not working. Somebody brought it in, donated it to us, wanted to keep his parts. We took it as payment. We have $100 into it. We make $300 after fees, $240, great. But tell me why the man gets the fucking item, immediately says this is trash. A, a account made less than 20 hours previous to the purchase, zero history, no verification. Uh, within minutes of the arrival time, Not return, even. return is 60 defective. 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Yeah. Mark delivered. Trash. Return. 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 return reason doesn't match photos. Trash. It was listed as basically being trash, so I don't know how that could be misleading. It said, hey, man, you're fucked. Hey, this is broken, but it has good parts here, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Now, if you would have said, oh, those parts don't work or X, but whatever. Oh, okay, they're broken transit, sure, whatever. Never. Who cares? I was like, hey, what? can you tell me why they're trash? No, man, fuck off. Did he actually, you sold me trash. You got him to reply? Yes. He wouldn't message me. Fuck off, man. No, it's trash. I'm returning. That was it. Got flagged. eBay removed the message. Great. Don't talk to him again. Wait for his return. Okay, we're waiting. Waiting. It shows up sooner than I expected in a very small package. Not compared, the original. Not the original. It's cut from the original because it's got our label on it. I'm going to pop this up now. So this is the, the Jack Green shipped to us. Underneath it is our original label. He just taped it over that we sent to him. And this is what we used, our packaging. It was 6.3 pounds, 18 long, 12 wide by two inches high. So he's stupid and sent us a one pound package that should have been seven pounds uh, with a keyboard. Thanks eBay. As you can see here, there's going to be a one pound, three ounce marker on the bottom because we weighed it. It was Mm -hmm. way too thin. As me and Eric are laughing now, there's no fucking way. Maybe this guy's got other purchases from the same day and he opened returns saying everything was trash because who knows, he may live in squalor. The fun part is when all of a sudden we go to check with eBay and we're like, okay, what do we do about this? We legitimately now have the first time swapper. I've never had a swapper before. We've had empty boxers before. It's like, oh yeah, refund his money. Um, Excuse me, senor Mm. papi? No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, you, you can refund him and then fight it after or wait for us to force a refund and fight him after. This is the only day Eric calls in and says, hey, I don't want to work. Eric handles the eBay refunds. Eric's at his barbecue doing his thing. He's got his day off. So I call him frantic and I'm like, what the fuck do we do? I don't deal with this. What do you do? The answer is you wait and you find it because eBay doesn't want to do anything until it's $400 and it's the most blatant. Don't fucking buy this piece of garbage. They don't care. Customer took issue. The customer messed up by doing it as a picture mismatch and not as defective because a 
peek into how eBay processes the returns. If you list something as defective, like we said a little bit earlier, the seller has to take the return, has to issue some sort of refund, and then find it out. it's impossible to prove. It's impossible to prove. Yeah. If you pick any other option, we could tell you to fuck off. You could tell them to force it. We can tell them no. eBay and, will pay both parties then, in most yeah. conditions. But here's the weird thing that happened today. There's more, everyone. For some reason, eBay, instead of just forcing the refund, because they escalated the case as of June 2nd, which is today, tomorrow the boys is released, by the way. Um, you'll see this as of the boys release. So if you get the next video for some reason and I'm complaining or pissed off, you'll know that I'm waiting another week for an episode. I'm waiting to find out. But point being, yeah, this is how I shoot my podcast now. Yeah. Um, for some reason, they said, this case is on hold. Squeeze me, Poppy. What do you mean hold? I've never seen a case on hold before. They usually, oh, we're determining the outcome of the case. They'll open the case. For some reason, they opened the case. Then they held the case saying, we're viewing the delivery item for the customer and the photos of the item's condition. So to me, he has, to, I, he has to send the photos to us for eBay to pick them up. If they don't show up to us, I don't know... The if, only other thing he would do is an eBay declaration in which eBay would slide us the paperwork of his guarantee and say, fuck off. I've never seen it because I used to deal with this on my own years ago. Mm -hmm. And the only time I ever dealt with like, okay, we received the wrong thing or somebody had like sent a return to one place. We return a lot of things. So we send a lot of things out and I've had admins send the wrong shit to somebody. We order three parts. They all are defective. It happens. Tags get wrong. Okay, sorry. Let me fix that. But typically somebody will reach out and be like, hey. X, Y, Z, here's what you got to do. Never a hold, never seen that. So I was like, are we getting fucked, Eric? So I call him, Eric, come over here. I think I'm getting fucked. Can you tell me if I'm getting fucked? Yet again, fucking Eric is like, yep, okay, here we go, X, Y, and Z. I feel like you should work for eBay or like put out consultations for people who have to deal <laughs> with the stress. eBay uh, returns assistance? Yes, there is, there is people somewhere in the world if you are one of those people and you would pay Eric to guarantee that your returns email love to fix. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> put up your own email. Fuck. Um, somehow I, I can guarantee you, you will never sell on eBay and lose a dime ever. So I, I haven't lost a dime with Eric here. We, we had a recent GPU sale. If you, some of you follow me on Facebook, I was selling a 3070 ended up selling it on eBay for close to a thousand bucks. Guy gets it. Same day says, oh, it's dented, scratched, whatever. Well, my case for the computer that's actually for this podcast is too small. So you get two scratches when you go in. There's two tiny scratches. Tiny little grooves, tiniest. He gets it and it looks like he thumbed in the fans on each of them. So maybe he was going to water cool it, whatever. And I was like, okay, you send it back to me. Send it back. I'll, I'll refund you. I'll resell it. Great. You know, fans are $5. I'll just bend the fans back. Polish yeah. them great. Didn't want to send it back. No, 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 I fixed it. Thank you. Just need to know my friend. His, his really weird thing is he kept asking you specifically for $175 off for different reasons. That's different after. Steps. He asked for he, a discount asked before. For three times. At $150, he wanted $150 dis discount when making the offer. Said he had paid, didn't pay. He was like, wanted me to ship. Zero feedback again, just like cocksucker with the razor. And funny enough, he gets it. He waits 29 days. 29 out of your 30 allotted days to return my fucking item. And he says, oh, my friend, it no longer works. I just tested it for the first time. After telling us he installed it in the RGB. Was 29 bad. days ago, he told me that he had tested it. Correct? That, okay, I'm putting in my computer now. 
contradicts himself 28 days, mm. 28 and a half days later, like the fucking movie. So somehow he goes 28 days without building his very expensive PC. And then just for the love of God felt, oh, my return is coming. So I tested my friend's computer first and then I tested mine works in his, but not work in mine. Something like that. Um, give me $200 to get it fixed. $175. Give me $175 fix. And here's the conversation. So I'm going to put it up here. As you'll see scrolling here, imagine it's on the screen. Scrolling all. Uh, scrolling down. This asshole wanted $175 for the repair. I said, no, send it back. I, I made some lavish claims. I'll test it. He doesn't know any better. I'll test it. I'll know if you GPU mined on it. His name is Miner. Miner 867 or exactly, something like that. on eBay. Yeah. So avoid this cocksucker. But all of a sudden, we had flagged him way back then when he was saying there was damage. Like, okay, we're going to report this buyer. He seems shady. Zero. It's Zero weird. large purchase. No verification. No verification. Wanted us to ship before payment, so on and so forth. It was sketchy. Now, wants $175. Claimed he wasn't going to return it. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I was like, yeah, shipped. But he opened the return. So, okay, well, now he shipped it. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see if he does an empty box scam as well. Because after the fucking razor thing, my mind is open to all kinds of shitty possibilities. All kinds. Because as most of you know, who have seen our podcast, mm-hmm. I've recently been fucked with 30 inches of Facebook metadata just wrapped up ones and zeros into a tight, viscous. Well, not viscous. Viscous, what? that'd be liquid. Okay, a tight, porous that's the word, porous material of just ones and zeros. And they said, okay, you spent $565 on something. What do you want us to do? It's shows your, delivered. Uh, your camera that got mm-hmm. scammed, yes. It, this is a, the most blatant, easy scam. It makes me want to start scamming on Facebook. It is so smooth. It is better than a mega pint of aviation gym. You just need a dollar to buy 300 seeds. Yeah. Boxes. Well, I, well, we're assuming it's. If anyone re- remembers 2020, there was all those packages going out of seeds that were getting mailed to random houses. People started planting. They were saying it was all kinds of different diseases and fun shit was happening. Um, I'll bring up a picture of that. Okay, so as of 2020, there was this bullshit, which said Hetty Chang reported NBC4 News 11 Tuesday, July 28, 2020. Several residents of California, at least 27 states, reported having received mysterious unsolicited seeds mail from China. Department of Food and Agriculture. So people started planting them, doing fun shit, uh, seed law, etc. Unsolicited seeds. I think I figured out what this is. Because with this Facebook bullshit, every single Facebook trans trans action transaction every facebook transaction for any of these scammers needs an address in the same city in the same county to send a one pound package and it reminded me because they were all one pound back then and they Mm -hmm. were marked as a one pound package from china but they're unsolicited i wonder if So China could have this service or somebody working in China sending these one pound packages to every single county at a random address and you can buy that package. Buy that package already in transit, guaranteed by a date. Mm -hmm. So if if they sent it for 50 yen 
or what is it? Yeah. Uh, something cheap, some, well, Hong Kong dollars, seven exactly. times less. So worth. a Hong Kong dollar, one Hong Kong dollar, you pay $15, you get that package for whatever. So say I sold something to you on Facebook. Guaranteed, you now need a package to go to me or to you. I need a package to go mm-hmm. to you. So I reach out to this place that I know a package is going to Carmichael, where you're from. Mm-hmm. It'll be there by the date that you're supposed to be. And now I just upload the tracking for that package. I'm buying the trans, the ownership of that package. Yeah, It's not to your name. It's not to your house. To customer at address. Blank. That would be a service people would pay for, scam artists would pay for. Even if it's just a WhatsApp chat group, I guarantee a bunch of scammers are like, oh, I got 30 packages going out to U.S. It's going to be Texas, Maryland, Ohio, Idaho, um, California, Washington. And a Who lot of those uh, overseas ones are easier to reroute once they hit the states. So, oh, it's going in Texas. You need Austin instead of Houston. Done. Intercept. Hit me, hit me up if you need. I'm just saying we got 27 packages going out tomorrow. But the Facebook thing, I open the claim. I say, hey, I've already called UPS. They told me the first four digits of the address are not the same. It is the same county. Not the same street, but it is the same same neighborhood. Yeah, same neighborhood. And it's not the same name, so I can't give you any info besides that. I'm like, okay, great. I appreciate that. Go fuck yourself. I know it's not your fault, but still, I was very pissed. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm getting more vulgar as the older my kids get because they require more of my time. Never, never seen parents do that. Just like, ah, shit. Anytime I'm away from my kids, because I have such a, oh, buddy, you need to do something. You want to play ball? You want to play balloons? You want to color? Daughter of mine, you want me to build you a Barbie house? I got you. Absolutely. Anything for you, son. Anything for you, daughter. Love you. All right, let's go to fucking work. Hmm. That's, I'm, I'm starting to feel that way. Anytime I get a chance to open up and relax, I'm just like, fuck, 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 fuck. It's not fun. That's like um, when I was young, hanging out with my friends before we got to high school or anything. It was always like, yeah, sweetie, blah, 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 whatever. And then in high school, going over to their house, it was like, what do you want, you little fucker? Make your own dinner, you know? I think you got sunburned being out in the sun with the drone today. Just notice that on a little camera. A little bit of sun. A little bit of sun. A little bit of I was just saying it cuts at the neckline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish I was olive. Not like Popeye. But... Good one. <laughs> yeah, that was worth it. Um... So back to the the guy with the damn razor laptop. We'll get our money. Yeah. The problem is anytime the the problem is and what pisses me off the most is that they sent a broken keyboard. This keyboard is not my item. If nope. they were going to say they legitimately bought something or whatever, I could say they scratched it. I could say they broke the screen trying to remove it whatever and I would get my money and my item back and they would get a refund from eBay. That's how shady eBay's system is, is to where if you sell it and it comes back to you, as long as you have open returns, no hassle-free returns, if it's not in the same condition. If it's modified, if there is a single scratch on it, take pictures, send it to eBay, you get your money. All of it. It can put a 30-day delay on it, but um, that's that's worst-case scenario. It's profit, though. That's guaranteed you open a return, you make money. You can sell that item to someone who's going to take it and use it before that extra money even shows up. And but that's what we yeah. did with the Sure microphone. We sold it four times, As full price. eBay it. refunded four times, and we kept the item, full price. 
And then we resold it the last time. They've kept it. They loved it. It was great. Like, all right, thank you. We dropped it 10 bucks. But the first time, the guy broke the, the charger on it. The second time, guy didn't return it with the cables. So $5 cables. We kept 180 bucks. The third time, the guy scratched it. So that's why we lowered the price. Sold it the fourth time, kept the money as well. But we didn't get the item back. This time, I've never had somebody blatantly just not give me my shit back. Mm-mm. It's it's miraculous. So that's why I felt so slighted. Like, how fucking dare it's you the, try and scam me when I already feel so scammy on eBay? Like, we make money. It's it's more the, the now audacity. I have to fight. Yeah. It's the audacity of them sending you some bullshit little keyboard and not just an empty box. But see, here's the thing. I kind of feel, and, and this is where it's going to change the tone of the podcast. I feel like it was granted. Absolutely. I feel like karma fucking owed me that. There used to be a wholesale gadgets part, gadget parts on eBay. And when I started my company, I would buy so many parts from them and send them the broken one back and argue for my money back. And it's just catching up to you? It's catching up to me. I think easily $1,000 in parts. Easily. Statue of limitations, I don't give a shit. They find out about it. I'm sorry. I was... 22 broke and trying to start a business. I appreciate your help. Shit happens. I became a better person about it. it. eBay slapped me on the ass, was like, hey, too many returns, so on and so forth. Not spending enough money. I think it was more the thing now that we spend $20,000 a month on there. It's just buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Anything mm-hmm. that we can't get from a supplier that's more convenient, we'll buy from them. Super convenient at times because you have the eBay guarantee. I don't know why so many people bitch about their protections. Do you think they're not doing the right return policy? Uh, Everyone since we sent eBay does it this way because the people who don't do, they have three return policies. They have, um, seller pays all some middle one that I know is total bullshit not to do it all. And then they have no returns at all, or they have seller buyer and no returns. Um, they they are banking on people to do at like you have a thirty three percent chance of winning and a sixty six percent percent chance of losing, losing everything. If you do those two options, even if you want to fight it, they won't. That's like a one in one hundred will escalate enough to get their stuff done. So how did you learn this? Trial and error. It's just I list I listed it as free returns on accident. Someone bought it, stole it. I called eBay to like. Hey, I don't think I they stole it. Not, there they, there they, was something they, happened. Somebody, I remember somebody broke our Motorola or something. They broke the phone, and I was calling to like really argue to get it because they had wronged us. And eBay was like, "Oh, you have um sale of return shipping, and you've been an eBay member for fourteen years, whatever." Yeah, whatever. So like, a really old account yeah, with yeah, a lot of this, rating. I don't know don't, how the don't fuck even, I have this don't stuff. even worry at all. That was Rebecca. That was the first eBay person who ever helped me out. Like, because I feel like somebody had to. Like inside information, give you the here's exactly was, how this shit should have happened. I'm shouting, I'm shouting out you, Rebecca from eBay. You know who you are. No one knows <laughs> who you ago. are. Yeah, but this she was like, yeah, if you have ongoing. the um, seller free return shipping, um, no matter what the listing is, you know you've done your hardest to make the has- ha- uh, customer happy. eBay's going to try and make you happy. You know you're bringing people to the platform. We're going to make sure everyone gets taken care of. That's crazy, man. I just, um, I don't think I would have figured that out because I, I was only a buyer on eBay up until 2016, 2017. So mm-hmm. I lightly sold, but I never sold heavy. Yeah. Not the 
100 items we have listed oh between God. everything I think right we now. have 100 a week now. Now that my father helps out, he lists a lot of things for me. We told him so, not mail down, sell it. Exactly. Do it. The other big thing that we did not get to fucking record yesterday, as it's the second today. Yesterday was national. What was it? Let me let me find this out. National. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Before you say it for our <laughs> yeah, national holidays. Hazelnut cake day. Hazelnut cake has a day. National say something nice day, and also there was a national. Johnny Depp Day. No, it should be Johnny Depp Day. Uh, There is like... Cancer from the Sun Day. Are we celebrating or is it awareness? No, no, it's so good. It's so good. Accordion awareness. Hi, people still play accordion. No, it's so much better than that. It's like National Mental Health. There's Men Health Month, which is this month, and then Men's Health Month. Yeah, but there's... Osteoporosis Awareness. So many holidays, dude. There's so you have to have a day for everything. Potty train awareness month is this month. Pride month that started. Oh yeah, they really just Every overshadowed all, everything. All That's Morgan Freeman's birthday yesterday. The other thing is we're still in the second for some reason. I need the first June first holidays. Here we go. Global Day of Parents. Flip a coin day. Go barefoot day. Say Something Nice Day, Maneuver Day, Oscar the Grouch Day. There was um, like a national word, World Narcissistic Abuse Day. On this day, let's heed the warnings and signs of the constitute narcissistic abuse. And it was also Tom Holland's birthday. It was also Tom Holland's birthday. But so that was my point. Narcissistic national like mental health day for narcissists. For Tell me against, why against narcissists. Yeah, against narcissists. Tell me why Johnny Depp became a fucking superhero. And nobody will say this. I'm gonna say this. He is a super he is Ryan fucking Reynolds to the average man. I'm telling you, I, I didn't give two shits about him. I loved his movies. I loved Edward Scissorhands when I was a kid. Fucking loved it. Johnny, if you ever see this. I um Thank you. Thank you. Besides the Amber Heard shit. A lot of good times when I was a kid. Pirates. I literally saw a memory. Did you see my memory I shared from 11 years ago? Watching Pirates 4 bootlegged in fucking the darkest German subtitled uh, theater. Mm-hmm. I'll show a picture. My dog was watching and he loved watching movies with me when he was a younger puppy. He would sit there and just, he was trained. He, he enjoyed it. Barked at the the climax scenes. It was so fun. I missed that dog, soldier. But funny enough, so we got the verdict in the fucking case. And I've been bragging about it for two days now. God damn it. She has her foot so far in her mouth that she has swallowed every fungus that she has walked on or stood for in the last two, three years. Amber Heard is done for. She now owes more than $12 million to Johnny Depp. Uh, they're up in the air with the legal limits, so on and so forth. He was awarded $15 million because he was a victim and is a victim, and he has overcome that victimhood by this declaration by the judge and, and, and jurors. Confirmed in front of the whole nation by a juror of a... Not just our nation. 
and also confirm confirms that the UK's judges are fucking blokes. Absolutely. Because they threw out the case, dismissed it. Didn't want to hear his side. They heard all of it. Just didn't care. Sure, he was loud. Sure, he was abusive verbally. Mm-hmm. If I had that much shit going on at me, take my finger, take my my pride, call me names. Take my em- blood, what more could you want? Yeah, take everything and then embarrass me in front of my fucking children, my young children. I'd be less of a man emotionally than I, than I could put up with. I don't know how he endured. I, she was hoping he'd kill himself. That, that's her only out. Fixed all her problems. Everything. That not just for Aquaman, but like you know, everything. She'd be a victim of domestic abuse, and he offed himself. Oh God, she nobody would ever tell would the story. Tri- triple suffering for her. But the thing that bothered me is they put up so much evidence after the fact, after the trial. So many witnesses came forward. So many things came out. They had not enough time because they could only share so much. So they compacted everything, but I'm not going to go back through the entire trial as everyone has. But basically, this man is a fucking hero. He didn't even need to go to the, the reading. He didn't care if he won or lost. He wanted his his pride back, his manhood back, his his authenticity. It was out of his hands at that point. What will be, will be. Yeah, it's, it's fucking nuts. I, I can't believe it. I did not, I thought, okay, they'll, they'll award him zero dollars. Counterclaimant dismissed. Johnny Depp wins. That was the best I hoped for. Because he did. He emotionally abused her. I understand that. He was going through a lot. Great. But to say sexual abuse, you got to be fucking kidding me. If she wasn't canceled before, her entire life should be removed now and she should be locked into like a six block bunker of like, you can go to these stores, you can do these things, but you tried to fucking be everything to everyone with all these lies, this built up mountain of lies and you were called out on it, your shit, you need to be like, you can live here and do this and that's that. Stay the fuck away from everybody. That is crazy. Going back to some of the claims and television shows and the shit she did, I was looking into all that. She really fed into it and twisted and maneuvered so much. But congrats, Johnny Depp. We are, we, we stand with you, you know? I'm not going to deny anyone's abuse stories, like I said, but to have that many, it's fucking crazy. This is a whole different thing with how high profile everything it is, though. You got to hear everything out for everyone, but this is such a... It's crazy how... ...0.01% thing, you know? Men are always... We are the, the falters. We are the ones who do it. Always. We never get... There's all the... I've talked about it before where there's... The man cannot be... Like, it's a, a, a trend right now on fucking TikTok. To be a man is to suffer in silence alone. To be a man, you are not loved conditionally, unconditionally. Only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man has to provide to be loved. You ever seen any of those? Hmm. It's everywhere. It's true. It's unfortunate, but it is true. I know my wife loves me unconditionally because I provide and I do. I had a conversation with her because... I had a a moment with an ex-girlfriend once where I, I was vulnerable and I was going through something and I was like, I just really need some help. And I wasn't anything about money. I was going through drugs and stuff. And I was just like, I, I just need some support right now. I don't want to be feeling this week. The next fucking day, she left my house and never talked to me again. 
And, and then I just, I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going to open my, like, here's how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like scare her off. Uh, it was more like, this is a weak man. You seen the little comic of like a, a little box and there's a little pink guy living inside and he's like, I'm going to go outside today. Mm-hmm. And then someone punches him square in the face and then he's in a steel cube. Yep. Yeah. That, that's manhood. It's unfortunate, but it's genetics. The same way that a lot of people say, well, as a woman, we got to do this to suffer. We do that and suffer. We, we go through all this stuff. Men have different versions of everybody suffers problem. exactly it, externally versus internally is where the, the richest can most lie. powerful people suffer as you see in the johnny depp amber heard trial not just in domestic violence but their addiction their day-to-day friendships their businesses there's always something going on to be human is to endure that's all it is you endure problems needs wants expectations social ideals and nobody will sit back and just say, fuck it for a moment. Social media is all the rage right now with Elon Musk going off. That's a whole new one. He is now the, the right-wing maniac. I respect Elon's drive. I understand. But his latest thing has got me kind of like, ah, I think you're on the wrong. Have you seen what he's got going on? He's kind of insane, and I just get, got him in my peripheral. I'm like, oh, crazy Uncle Elon's at it again, you know? This is, I think this will be an extra one for you. Okay. <clears throat> so 11, hour, 11 hours ago, Elon Musk tells employees to return to Tesla. They must return to in-office, in-person, yeah. work 40 hours a week or they'll be let go. Basically, and it, he doubled down on this on Twitter. I guess he deleted the tweets. He's demanding, demanding they return. He says, and I mean a minimum of Working. 40 hours per week or depart Tesla. This is less than we ask of our factory workers. And by the way, his factory workers slept on the fucking floor for a majority of their time when they were getting parts out. They would sleep on the factory floor like slaves. His business is not my, like, I don't, I'm not proud of how he runs his businesses. I am proud of the way he has climbed up to make so much money and do so much with his time, his family, everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he thinks. I don't know if he's some like Russian spy out to burn the world. I don't care. Just the, the, the picture that's painted from what I know of him seems like he's done a lot of good things and is a, a very open guy. That's why I admire some of the achievements that he's made. It's maybe that he's richest man on earth. When Bill Gates was the richest man on earth, I thought he was a fucking leprechaun. I'm just saying. doesn't have anything to do with that. The weird thing for me, I respect people... That, that put out the hustle. You do not, though, get to tell me that working from home is different than working at the office if the job can be completed from home. If you didn't have to repair things mm-hmm. at the store, you could do your job from home. I would just have tag at home and yeah, then at night forward. That's, you know? that's a phone tree. Yeah. So you technically could have worked from home during COVID if we were strictly a sales online business. If I didn't have to put hands on devices. Exactly. I could mail parts out and do but everything. There's been online. times you've done work from home. Like I do if, remote access stuff yeah. on occasion, yeah. But so what he's saying is even those people who do strictly software, you do not get to keep your job. If you can do it from home, you won't be able to. No. He's saying that it's just not 
He said he would personally review any request or exemption of the policy, but that's for the most part. If you do not show up, we will assume you have resigned. That's fucking crazy. I mean, they can do that after, well, depending on the state, three days, but. Well, now he's saying, don't, and on his tweet, quote me if I'm wrong, he said, we are not like the other companies and you have not seen, seen them put out as much profits as we do in the last three years. He's right. He's not the other companies, but I think he's got an older mindset of like, put in the work, put in the hours, you know, well, the, if you want to work, you got to work, but the, he, he's of the mind that people are slacking off at home. There was a bunch of studies. I think you even told me about a couple where people were less doing less at home and being more productive because they had more time to be relaxed or at home. Or at Cause ease. it was the, I have to wake up, take a shower, try to use the bathroom. Oh no, I overslept. I go to work. I'm stressed out. I'm working. I go home. Stress, stress, stress. The end. That I mean, that's not every day. That's the bad days. At work from home. Oh no, I overslept. Brush teeth, comb hair, sit at computer. You know, like what do you, what do you got to what do you got to do to? Then again, there's the other side where I think that is poor planning and time management. I am mm-hmm. a bad procrastinator. Shit. The 2019 tax issue that I have right now will attest to that. For those of you who don't know, I sent in taxes 2020 and then they were closed and they kept sending it back month after month after month. And yeah, so I'm battling a interest bill at the moment. But funny enough, um, I don't believe it's the same. My wife works from home and she is stressed out constantly. I still think it's because poor time management, you know, she rolls out of bed and goes to work, deals with the kids while I'm not there. There's a lot going on. So she's maybe not as proactive as she would be if she was focusing on just work, but it saves a lot of time, stress, headaches for the household. But she's a fucking rock star. She's gained four positions, separate positions in less than a year at like five or six dollars more, plus a huge bonus I won't talk about on air, all from working at home. Let her at that, she's got the drive and the crazy hustle that most people don't have. Exactly. She's stressed because she's pedal to the metal doing this crap, you know? Yeah. And the fucking audacity for the world's richest man to say, Hey, you can't be more productive from home My, than at work. I understand the factory right. workers, right? Because that, that's hands on. You have to be in the factory. The people who just write the code, the people who say, Beep, beep, honk, honk, not work. Okay, let me refresh that. Do you have a computer at home? Does it meet these specifications? They provide it. Here's, here's some does. internet. Yeah. All right, cool work. My uh, old roommate is on permanent work from home. He does one day a month. Where the he crazy goes, one? Not the crazy one, not Norm. One before that. Um, I outed Norm, oh no. <laughs> first time um, but No, one of my first roommates is on permanent work from home. He goes to the office to like do a physical server check where they actually check all the connections and the readings and everything. And then it's software 29 more days. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like if I could do that, I would do that. That was my plan in 2020 was to work from home and then have you bring me hard projects. And then I was going to stop being the operator and be just the, here's your six soldering jobs. Yeah. Two days. Exactly. But whenever he said, whenever you feel more productive and creative is where you will work. Then that includes working from home full time forever. Uh, the CEO of Twitter wrote um, before Musk's interests in owning the social media platform was disclosed. Uh, apparently, Musk also claimed, and this was big, is that 
to date, he has not been given a real or authentic amount uh, of some graph that says, here's the real people and here's the bots. He has been giving falsified documents four separate times. That's fucking crazy. Four separate times. Could you imagine? Hey, I want to give you $50 billion. $50 billion. Tell me how many people are real. Well, how could they do that? Because how many people have inactive accounts? Mm-hmm. How many people have active accounts but don't use them? Like I'm on once a day, maybe three times a week. It's pretty crazy. How to many assume. people have more than one account? Oh, God. I know some stands for BTS that I did not need to know. That 30 have plus accounts. 30, yeah, 30 plus. It's crazy. It is crazy. And they're just using a spoofing app to create another app through a Google number or a my ping number to put 50. Uh, it's the same thing that bots do or people who buy bots to buy things. Mm-hmm. They'll create a, a third party app. Like there's a guy I know who has a hundred Nike apps on his and a hundred Adidas apps. And he has a script that will open and select these hundred items all at once at the same drop to see if he'll get a ticket. Then he can purchase. And then he has to manually go through and he has another script that'll do all the payouts. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time and money, and each bot costs a certain amount that'll do only a certain amount of actions. But they make a lot of profit doing it. It's a lot of startup costs, a lot of investment in your time to get Mm -hmm. used to this 27 times makes a habit. It's a lot of capital in, or it's a lot of software work in. I'm finding myself right now trying to make new habits is a bit of a pain. But that's another topic, of course. How, like, you're you're doing the at-home gym. How is it going? No, I gotta hit it harder. I gotta, I gotta do harder. the same thing. It's uh, it's, it's it's. I'm maintaining, and I need to. I am I am gaining for poor health right now. Unfortunately, everything I eat goes straight to my gut. Uh, poor gut health. So I recently had uh, my gallbladder removed. They nicked my liver. Um, well, accidents happen. Cool, yeah. but I the doctor thinks there might be an infection in my liver. Cool, we'll go in, get it tested, whatever. It'll all be fine. Either I'll die and Eric will take over or, you know, I'll live and be back in three to five days. But so if I go in to have surgery, it's affecting my spleen, something about the count or whatever. But we'll see exactly how it's going on, what it affects. But man, I need to change my fucking diet. I have to, have to. Even I'm just going to eat eggs, tuna, fish. That's it. No carbs, eggs, tuna, fish. Some veggies, but non-carb veggies. Some Some of those are misleading. Broccoli is a carb. I know. That's supposed to be good for you. It's crazy. But I need to eat better is my point. Because uh, any time, and my wife will tell you, oh, one of the kids goes to the grandparents or it's like too late, plans change. Oh, okay, great. And then she changes. It's like, I'll just order this. I'll order that. The problem with making a decent living and then having nothing to spend it on is that you spend it on nothing because it's nothing to spend it on. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we have small investments. We got other businesses we're in. But even the extra $200 a month in fucking groceries. Nope, because the groceries go bad. We don't don't cook enough. We spend too much time at home now because she works at home dealing with the kids and then it mm-hmm. transfers to me when I get home. Or if I'm having a bad day, then, you know, it, it is what it is. But boy, it's, a, it's stressful changing habits. I tried doing this 15-minute-a-day book reading. It's an app called, and I'm not going to give it a shout out, actually. App, please send all email and uh, (laughs) 
sponsorship uh, details to us? It would it would be good. Actually, let me see. Where is it? It's all, I hate Apple putting everything at the end, you know? It's actually called Headway. Basically, it breaks down. It's not a shout-out, but this fucking app went through. So I hadn't actually read the zero reasons to give a fuck, learn how to not give a fuck. Because um, I'm personally of the mindset where I can turn it on or off. My empathy for a person is subjective. Mm-hmm. And it is willing Nothing but willing. If I give you my empathy, it is because I wanted to, not because I did. You know what I mean? It's not a reaction. It's an action. It's a choice. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but because of what I've been through in my life, it's easy to turn it on and off. It's the, you're, you're out here to help people and do things, but the second someone tries to put one over you or pull some bullshit, you're just like, I'm done. I don't care anymore. So I rewrote the bio on our Yelp page. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the first time I wrote it, I was like, that sounds real dickish. Because I was like, hey, please don't try and fuck with us. Basically, you're going to get turned away. We only like customers that are nice. And not so many words. But I ended up wording it more like, hey, we're a family-owned, veteran-ran business. You know, now that my father helps out here. It's a real statement. Mm-hmm. Been local for nine years. Business has been in business for nine fucking years. It's crazy. We're here to save you money and make money at the same time. Basically... We're here for profit, but not at the cost of your bank or your bankroll, basically, in not so many words. No illusion on like, this is purely for the community and the betterment of the people. We're trying to make some money. I'm I'm trying to make some money. I want to support my family and my kids. I want to give them options in the future. The idea is some of these people get really upset when you tell them that you're for profit or that you're honest and you're like, hey, I'm doing this to make money. I got to make money. The people who want free 45 minutes of teardown like yesterday. The free consultation, hour-long consultation after their device. Lady Bright, what was it? Uh, You checked in the stereo. No, the stereo. Or the the amplifier. They got an amplifier from a cousin or something. The Morantz. Yeah. When they checked it in, what'd they tell you? Um, It had a, from what they were describing, I'm like, power supply issue? You know, we'll tear it down see what's going on. Because what was it doing? It was, they said they would plug it in, turn it on, it would light up, and then it pop and kick off. Here's the fun part. Did none of that. You turn it on, it stayed on. It went to standby because you weren't plugged in or using the correct input. It wasn't outputting anything. I've never met somebody, never, and I will say this, absolutely never, that has ever used a in-home stereo system deck, a Marantz entertainment system, or any other JVC pioneer that did not know how to turn the input or put the input, hit a button. It says input. This kid didn't even know what input meant. He thought the colors matched on the back. It would play what he wanted. He was, uh, he was kind of a special no. kid. He's 19 years old, going to college, 4.0 grade, Bit of a baby to his mom. You know, his mom does everything. Had his mask on and was talking yesterday about, oh, you know, I just kind of do everything at home and I'm looking to buy a guitar. And, like, he's very sheltered. But the common sense isn't there. So family member gave it to him so he could experience some music, like, hands-on with a good system. Mm-hmm. Great, good for you. I have no problem with that. But when I try and educate the son, the mom's like, can you give him can you test his CD player and his VCR and this, that she brought in the entire house, all of the electronics, everything. I was shocked. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna charge you $30 per item. I'll plug it in for you. I'll test it all. Or really. 
or you can pay me an extra 70 bucks. And she just dropped. Why would I pay you $70 to do what I could do at home? I'm like, but you haven't. For, for on-hand tech support. My fast response was, you haven't. Because you would have plugged this in and known what it was. Well, we don't have these things. And I'm like, but you don't. And you haven't Googled it. You haven't put in a single time or effort to do anything with it. Well, we don't have the cables. Cool, I'll sell you the cables. Two bucks each. We got a bunch in the back. He said, I charged her the 70 bucks. I gave her all the cables for free. And then her son dropped the cable for the power in the lobby. And we didn't notice. It was 15 minutes before close. Sure as shit. She calls today, says something about it. It's a universal three-pronged power, you know, positive, negative ground. It's every PC in the world has one. Yeah. Go to Best Buy anywhere, they're six bucks. She doesn't want to pay that because she doesn't want to pay more than 70 bucks that I already told her I was going to charge her. I walked the kid through how to plug everything in. Here's the kicker. He gets home. He says, but you told me how to plug this in, X, Y, and Z. It's basically a red and a white input on uh, miscellaneous. Mm -hmm. I said, plug it in here, plug it into your phone. Well, I plugged my phone in directly to the red, blue, and yellow. What? Does it even have component on it? Apparently, he's got the wrong cable at home and mixed it up. And I'm like, I don't get, he's just not familiar with this system so much. And I'm telling you, I dealt with him for an hour yesterday. He's not special. It's more of, he's never dealt with this or seen this thing in action. And he got it, didn't want to learn it. So I'm like, all right, kid, go to YouTube. Put in that model number. You know, use YouTube. Yeah, I got a channel, dude. He does all that. He just can't get his hand on. It is nuts. The uh, the way some of the younger kids are living nowadays. It's it's such a simple thing. Just simple instructions. What gets me is how smart they are at certain things and how they don't want to deal with other things. If it's not interesting... I, I get that too. If something, I lose interest in something, I want to put less and less time into it and eventually I'll stop. But then but, they don't think they're going to pay to for the education. That's what's killing me. Like we charge 30 bucks for a minimum. Today, similarly, we finally got that lady last night to pay. Paid for it and I gave her a bunch of cables and the cable incident happened. But today, a lady picked up a phone that we had hard reset, basically turning on and off, fixed her issue, charged her 30 bucks. Comes and picks it up. We offered a fixer screen for, I think it was 70 bucks. Didn't want to do it. Didn't want to pay a dime. She comes in with a list of demands. A list. You wrote out a list of all the things you wanted to learn and that I could teach you with five minutes of my time, so she said. I was like, ma'am, to teach you all of these things will take you longer than watching a 10-step tutorial on YouTube. Let me point out where YouTube is and how to search it. Oh, you just can't do it? I'm like, well, I'd have to charge for my time. And as you can see, I got four other clients behind you. My my policy that I've kind of made for the store and shared with a couple of the techs is if you have to hold the device, touch it more than three times or anything more complicated that I can't do with, like, if I have to take it from you and get into the settings and scroll through all the settings. It's taking me off of other projects. It's taking me away from other customers, phone calls. It's now it's turned into a technician issue. It's a hands-on assistance thing. And I don't want to be the guy who's constantly like, Oh, I'm after your pockets back to the Yelp updating thing. It's the, the know your, the value of your time. Exactly. Know your value of your time. It took me nine years to know what I can do now. 
you want to know that for free versus pay me $20, buy me a coffee. Some, you know, some people, you're like, bring hey, you a give, Starbucks. give me a coffee, I'll do yeah. that. And they'll run down the street. Exactly. Excellent. Fix this for me, I'll grab you a coffee. I'm like, yeah, I'll take a rock star, take a water, whatever. Those type of people are great. They want to be part of it and they want to learn, but they also want to be helpful. Yeah. But the people are like, well, you should do this for free because then I'd refer your business. I don't want your referrals. Now you're withholding. Now that's like ransoming a little bit. The people who at least offer you a beverage or something, like you get, they, wait, it they, doesn't have to be a beverage, but you know, but like they, they, they recognize there's yeah. a value there. They don't want to pay you. They've recognized this is nothing, but it's it, there's an appreciation there. So and it, everyone, it sounds very like dickish i get it if i was on the other foot i'd understand Some, but somebody today why. told me to kill myself we just want to feel appreciated by people you know exactly <laughs> like we, we do a service that you can't do for a price that nobody does it for the only mm-hmm. shitty thing and i will admit the only shitty thing in my business model 100 i charge a minimum win lose draw i get paid don't care Somehow, some way. But you tell them up front. It's, it's it not is, a hidden cost. Or but nothing. here's the thing. I'm the only one who clear, clearly declares my expectation and declares the expectations on, on the front. I'm like, hey, I'm going to charge you $60. I'm going to spend an hour and a half cleaning out all of your piss water from your phone. And if it works, it works. If not, I'll evaluate it, desolder everything clean it up, new thermal paste, all of it, throw it back together, Bob's your uncle. If that doesn't work, I made $60 for two hours of my time. For putting in the good work. For putting in the work. Nobody else is going to do that. They're going to throw in some alcohol, five minutes, wash, throw it, turn it on. Two days later, it breaks. Oh, you paid for a cleaning. Now you got to pay for something more. If I find something more like the 11 Pro today, this one customer is the only time he gave me the impression he, he would pay any price. Not the point of why we charged him close to $500. The point was, he'd been here before. He's like, oh, you guys do fantastic work. I fucking love you. I have an issue. Uh, I'll pay the 60 bucks. Let me know what we find out. I was like, hey, it doesn't turn on. I'm going to need to split the board. Boom, 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 boom. Come across. All right, screen, battery, charge port. All three, about 350 bucks. Yeah. 11 Pro. Still great prices compared to other places. Fantastic, you'd agree. You price it out. So of I, course I, I, call, I call other companies and yeah. I'm like, hey, Kevin, what are you, pri- oh, are you doing this? Oh, yeah, here's exactly. my prices. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going to lower it a little. We're going to try and be competitive, whatever. You know, hey, you want to run a discount next week? Do that. Yeah. So we try and collaborate over com- compete because it's easier for the customers around everywhere. We'll get into that another time. But this customer was the only customer in a long time where I was like, fix it. He will pay. Not because I had an inkling, but the way that I laid it out to him, like, hey, you don't have a phone. You've got all your shit to do. We're going to fix this for you. I'm going to try and call you if I can't. Otherwise, I'm just going to go ahead with a budget because I laid it out for 20 minutes to him about what he needed, what I needed, and what was capable in between. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to put into it. Here's what I'm going to do, so on and so forth. Still, he paid the $400 plus and we just didn't fix the back glass because it was cracked. And I was like, I don't know if it'll go over 500 bucks yeah. with the back glass. It would have been just over 500. So I was like, I'll hold there. I'll wait for him to come in. I'll take the payment on this. He can come in another time and I'll honor the same fucking price. You even gave him a better deal on the price. He was nice and he was way more understanding about, hey, these guys just helped me. Appreciative, thankful. So I gave him 30% off. Here you go. That's what I do. And he made me feel great about it. It wasn't one of those, I did a favor for somebody and it fucked me over. One time, he's the exception. 
Now tomorrow, if he comes in bitching about something. Then we're going to have another podcast real quick. Oh, I'm telling you, because it's one of those things, every time I try and help somebody. But this guy, it was everything was laid out. Everything was dress right, dress. It was right in the fucking line. And he did what he said he was going to do and didn't bitch about it, didn't second guess. He's like, you, it's got to be a good price. You gave it to me. Great. Didn't mark anything uh, down or up or move anything around. Everything was exactly how I said it was, and it worked out. That's how most of the day should be. And I appreciate customers like that. So in my statement on Yelp, I said, I appreciate customers who have the, the dignity and honesty to be straight and up front with me. Here's how it is. I love my customers the same way that they love me. That's it. Because I love to fix. I'm going to tear your shit apart. We charge a minimum, it's so on and so forth. That I hope you get out of the world what you put into it. Exactly. It's one of those kind of things. I, I feel like I'm definitely that guy. You work hard enough. And I, I know sometimes, I like I said, I procrastinate. I'm more of a, I'm going to take a break because I've earned it. But I'm more of a hustler in the other sense where I'll work for seven, no, 700 days straight and then take a vacation. You've got the, like the kind of ADHD brain where you're like uh, a hard hour, 45 minutes off, you know, hard work. Like you, you, you do the, do the bursts. Yeah. It's not like the whole, whole day marathon straight through. 100% work, it's the, you do a, a little bit of 20, and then you do 400% work. Yeah, because today, I think I took an hour and a half watching YouTube videos at work. I was, mm. my brain was spent. I was like, I'm going to go record. No, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this. Something felt right, and I was like, I'm going to take a break. I didn't feel so well. And we know why. But, so like, I just was feeling down. I'm like, I'm going to take a break. I'm just going to sit here, hand on my head. I'm kind of tired, so on and so forth. But I handled business, and we got everything knocked out. Still, yet again, a two-man crew does better than a four-man crew. How? I don't. It's don't not how it. we work better together. Facts. The problem it's, is, it's the breakdown between having to communicate with more people. Ex exactly, or trusting that those people are going to do what they say they do without uh, trying to compromise on their own or cause disaster. I love my fucking father. I do, but every time I have him tear down something, I'm really afraid he's going to drop something because he keeps dropping stuff. Uh, old man, if you all met Mike, if you haven't, he dropped a, a phone yesterday, broke a screen. It's a very low cost screen, but the fact that he dropped it and acted like he didn't drop it, I'm like, man, don't be the customer where at night you wake up on the nightstand, you know, and it's just busted. Just be like, oh fuck, I broke it. I broke it. Great. It's a, we didn't even get that delivery from your LG got pushed back a day. If that's what you're asking about. Yeah. Well, at least she'll have it tomorrow, and that'll be a paycheck we get tomorrow. All right, everybody. Well, that's been our show. We appreciate you listening, viewing, subscribing. Share this fucking video. Share it. I dare you. Double dog dare you. You share it to a friend, and if they share it to a friend, and you take a screenshot of that and send it to me, I'll just be happy. You don't win <laughs> shit. I'll just be happy. You look at your phone and go, nice. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm going to get that down. <laughs> But if, if you share it, and then they share it, and then you shared it together, that's nice. And we've all, and we've all made a memory together. Do you want to make a memory? Have a nice fucking day.